Charlie Munger, business partners with Warren Buffett, says, All successful people I have ever met can sit in a chair and think things through. Although on the surface they, this may sound kind of simplistic and kind of basic, it's really one of the most powerful tools you can have in today's world. How many people do you know sit down every day in a chair? Nothing, they don't, not meditating, not sitting down in a chair watching TV, not sitting in down in a chair on their phones, not sitting down in a chair even reading a book. Just sitting down in a chair, no distractions, no music, no one talking to them, no impulses. And just think things through. They think their life through. How many people do you know that can do that? Can you do that? If I asked you, you know, when's the last time that you've done that? Or when's the last time you think your close circle around you has done that? When's the last time you think, you, have you ever done that? So it's an interesting thing. And this is what Charlie Munger says, you know, basically all successful people can do. And I found this so fascinating. You know, I've, I've actually began to research this. It's something that I've began to call chess-like deep thinking, which is most people, you know, think meditation is so important because... You know, with all these inputs into our brain and kind of this digital obesity epidemic where we're consuming so many things on a day-to-day basis as far as the information coming into our brains, um, usually it's just, it's like junk food. You know, if it's, if we have a digital diet, most of what's inputted into our brain is just junk food. Like if it's, if you're watching the news, if you're watching reality TV, if you're watching I guess it depends on like what documentaries and things like that. But normal TV shows on Netflix, most of that is just digital junk food. And your inputs dictate your outputs. That's a fundamental law of nature. Inputs equal your outputs. And it's same with the food you eat and it's same with the things going inside of your brain. So Charlie Munger says that also something interesting, which is, you know, basically what it takes to be successful when somebody asked him, you know, what does it take to be successful? And he says, assiduity. And this basically means sit your ass down in a chair until you do it. And most people don't have this. Most people are so ADHD and it's really the biggest epidemic. And it's really not ADHD. It's just people cannot focus. People's focus is so wacky and so out of line. And I'm preaching to the choir because I've struggled with this in the past. And I've recently began to really double down and realize that you can train your focus. Everything, nothing is really fixed, especially in you. Everything can change. Everything can move, grow, expand. Everything can decay and everything can flourish. So it's, it's, it's all really up to you and it's, it's really all dictated on your inputs and your outputs. You know, there's, there's so many ways of explaining this, but it's not only who you're around, not only what you're, you know, reading, um, watching and listening to, and not only like the things and actions that you take, but it's the thoughts in your head, the persistent thoughts, those are inputs. And what's interesting about this is if you understand the power of feedback loops, which are prevalent in all of nature, it's basically like once one thing gets inputted into your brain, once you have a thought, it basically, you know, it's, it takes around like four seconds to, for that to turn into a belief. So you can like see something and be like, oh, that's bullshit and then move, move on. But if you see something, you're like, oh, that might be true. Then it becomes a belief. Then you think about it more Then it, the feedback loop just compounds and compounds and compounds. And if you know anything about what Albert Einstein said, the eight wonder of the world is it's the power of compounding. 
So basically everything compounds. You know, the, an easy way of seeing this is the 80-20 principle, the Pareto, Pareto principle. And a good example of this, if you want to see for yourself, is look up Warren Buffett's net worth over time. Perfect example of the 80-20 principle and powerful feedback loops. Once Warren Buffett really doubled down on his own brain and, and really only focused on investing, he, he knew that was his main thing and just focused, focused, focused on it. That's what he became. And it's the same with anything. Like people, it's, you know, people call it the spiral out effect, you know, like you spiral out of control. What that means is, you know, maybe you're, you have struggling with drinking and you, and you realize it's a problem. I've seen this in some people. Luckily, I've never had issues drinking. I don't even really like alcohol. So I I like whiskey every now and then, but rarely, rarely, rarely. It causes a lot of brain inflammation, brain fog, but that's kind of besides the point. Back to the alcohol example, you know, if if you recognize you have an issue with it and you say, okay, I have this issue. What can I do to avoid this? And you keep putting it off and you keep going out and just drinking, getting shit faced, getting blackout drunk. Eventually, you will spiral out. Eventually, you know, it'll turn into what people call, quote unquote, a bender. So like, you'll have five or six days where it's like every night you just black out, black out, black out. And that's really the 80-20 principle. It's in a negative way. And then, and that's the power of feedback loops. You know, once things compound over and over and over again, you know, in your brain, you kind of get this sense, you, you basically misjudge things and you go, okay, I... I connect happiness with this when I go out and I kept connect depression with when I don't go out. And then it just becomes more extreme and more polarized on either side. And I hope you understand kind of where I'm going with this. So back to what Charlie Munger said, which is you must be able to sit down, sit your ass down and do it. You must be able to have assiduity if you want to become successful. And this is really the real use for deep thinking. You know, this is gone. This just kind of become something we don't even really talk about anymore. Most people are worried about all the wrong things and focused on all the wrong things. You know, people talk about uh, multitasking, one of the worst things. You know, in school, they try and teach you this. It's literally the worst thing you could ever possibly do. The people, it's the opposite of the 80-20 principle. Really, all multitasking is, is ADHD. That's all it is. It's lack of focus. If... How about instead of multitasking, this is a much better way of doing things. This is actually what the most successful people in the world do. They pick one thing and they only focus on that one thing because 20% of your actions dictate 80% of your results. That is the 80-20 principle. Great book on this is The One Thing by Gary Keller. So if we know that 80% of your results come from 20% of your actions, why don't we double, triple, quadruple down on that 20%. And if that's literally just picking one thing out of the day, as uh, Gary Keller says in his book, the one thing, what's the one thing I can do today to make everything else easier or unnecessary? So if people are spiraling out of control, ADHD and all these different things, the answer for most people is more cash flow, more revenue coming into the bank account. That's It's as simple as that because most problems... Again, there, there's nothing is really black and white, but most things that people do that they like, quote unquote, are so busy. And so, you know, they're always going, they're always picking up groceries. They're always running errands. They're always doing all these, this crap. They always got something to do. And they're always multitasking. They always got things to think about. Easy way to fix this. If you increase your revenue, <laughs> you can hire out those things. 
and focus more on the things that work. And then that begins to compound. Those mental feedback loops begin to kick in. You focus more on the things and cut the fat. You focus more on the important things and cut the fat. Very, very important you do this. And this is really, you know, how to practice this practically is just like deep thinking. And you might be asking yourself, you know, what is that really? And basically by taking the time to sit and think in the quiet, your mind begins to gain perspective. And most people, when they do this, do this, it's hilarious because they get all paranoid. They're like, their mind begins to race and they think about all these different things they, they have to do. And that just shows you how weak your mind is. People with a strong mind can sit and meditate for hours. And this is not meditation. That's kind of besides the point. But what I'm saying is people with a strong mind, that's why the smartest people in the world basically read books. Because people with weak minds need impulses. They always need someone to talk to. They always need someone to vent to. They always need someone to, you know, something being inputted into your brain. They, you know, everything has to be impulse. Like you wake up, you go on your phone, da 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 You make breakfast, you go to work or you go to school. Talk, 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 something on the radio in the car right there, listening to something or talking to someone. When's the last time you've gone an hour during your day with just silence? And that's, that's just a question for you. I'm just curious. Most people can't do this because they, their mind begins to go in like this panic mode. They, it's, it's, it's like, um, you know, there's this experiment where it's, it's very interesting because this is what chess like deep thinking does. Doing it every day is, is similar to this experiment where it's, I can't remember, I think it's like a frog or something. Like you put it in a, uh, you drop a frog in a really hot water and it'll just jump out. But if you put a frog in normal water that it's used to and then slowly raise the temperature, it can stay in and withstand. It's very, very interesting. It's, it's kind of like, you know, you know, people will go into this where they're silent or they're deprived for a little bit. That's why sensory deprivation tanks are becoming more popular and so is meditation because people can't practice this normally. Chess like deep thinking is just a way of not clearing your mind necessarily. It's clearing your mind and then acting. So clearing the slate, erasing the chalkboard, and then beginning to strategically plan things out. So practical ways of doing this. You must be able to prioritize and practice the structured thinking. Multiple moves deep. That's why I call it just like deep thinking. So we'll just run through a practical way you can do this. All right. And, and again, if you forget any of these steps, just rewind this podcast, review them. So find a place, a quiet place, sit in a chair, no electronics, no music, no distraction. Try to make it minimum impulses, really no impulses into your brain. A place where you can just sit and think. Preferably a place where you can sit and think and what you're... Because your eyes aren't necessarily closed while you're doing this. You can think and then, you know, if you want, you can have a little notepad with you. A lot of people, you know, journaling is a way of doing this. But really, this is just prioritizing your life. So this kind of sitting in, you know, like the war room, old generals that um, would go to war had to really think things through strategically. It's the same with chess. You, you must be able to think things through. So once you're in a room with just sitting in a chair, no distractions, music, nobody to talk to, just you and your thoughts, close your eyes, clear your mind, take a few deep breaths. Good way of doing this is just inhale for a four count, hold it for a four count, let go for a four count, repeat it maybe four or five times, and begin to think big picture. Try and look at the bird's eye view of your life. 
And again, like I talked about, back to the frog analogy, a lot of people, this will be very hard to do because most people can't focus long enough to actually go about doing this. It's, it's, it's really interesting. You know, if, and the amazing thing is that most people that that happens to their subconscious mind, these impulses take over and they aren't able to control it. But really the, the most successful, strongest minded people realize that they control the subconscious mind. You're not a slave to the subconscious. That's really what happens when you're, you begin to uh, be addicted to these things is, is you, you do become a slave to the subconscious. But, you know, if you're able to do this and if you're able to be like, okay, I realize that my subconscious mind is, is freaking out right now and it's, it's not being, it's not getting the inputs it wants. Take a second and go, okay, I need to realize that this is even more important then that I should double down on doing this because I've real you've realized that your brain is out of control. You don't have control over your own thoughts. And having control of your own thoughts, like Charlie Munger says, all successful people he has ever known can sit in a chair and think things through. So important to do. So once you've begun to clear your mind and think big picture in your life, bird's eye view, ask yourself, what are the vital components of my life currently? What are the vital components of my life? And which of these components will matter one year from now? Very important that you ask that second question as well, because then you can eliminate the kind of day-to-day basic things. So like if you're in a argument with someone on Twitter, that doesn't matter at all. Or you're in really like you're in an argument with someone or, you know, somebody cut you off in traffic yesterday or, um, you know, somebody laughed at you yesterday. Who gives a shit? A year from now, none of those things matter. You must think big picture. Very, very important to do this. And most people, if, you know, if, if you're, they're caught up in social media and reality TV, they've really struggled doing this because they need that dopamine hit every day. That's kind of what they're addicted to. And they haven't thought big picture on their life in so long. Most people never do this. You know, the massive men lead lives of quiet desperation. It's very, very true. So once you've, once you've basically been able to decide which of these components will matter one year from now, pick one. Take a bird's eye view on it and begin to think it through. The way to think it through is, you know, multiple steps deep. Game theory is a good way of doing this. Basically, if you do X, what will be the reaction? Remember, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And this is, I could do like multiple hours just on that alone. Most people don't realize that at all. Like the just thinking about something has an equal and opposite reaction. That's the power of mental feedback loops. So, you know, a lot of people practice the, uh, like visualizations or manifestation. Basically you input a thought and if you really attach beliefs and emotions to it and, uh, really focus on it, it will compound and it, the mental feedback loops will kick in and that, action will have an equal and opposite reaction. It'll just keep compounding. It's, it's an ever-growing cycle. And it's the same in the opposite manner. You know, if, if all you're thinking about is the Kardashians or stuff on social media or how many likes or how many followers you have, that will just compound and that will just decay your thoughts. It'll make you more depressed, more anxious, all the negative things. So stop it. Stop doing that. That's a good one to just eliminate. So like that could be a big picture thing is I am definitely addicted to social media. You could tell yourself that and then you can think multiple steps deep. So, you know, obviously you're probably not, remember the frog analogy, obviously you're not just going to completely cut it off if you're, 
if you're spending eight hours on your phone, you know, a good way to do this is check your screen time and analyze this. But what's a balanced approach you can take to begin cutting this out? And, you know, think multiple steps deep. Remember, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And ask yourself three times, why? Ask why three times to get to the root of things. And then in the end, and that's a very important one, ask yourself why three times. So like if, if you say, I'm not in control of my thoughts, well, why? Well, I haven't really, uh, I'm too busy. Well, why? I have so many things to do. Why? That's, you see how it kind of begins to, you can really, really analyze things and just keep going if you really want to get to the root of things. And then to innovate your way out, as Elon Musk says, we innovate our way out of all problems. Add in outside knowledge if you can't fix it yourself. There's so many sources in the modern world. There's literally, you know, mentors, friends, family, sources online, books. There's so many things you can do. And the answers are, are usually within, but sometimes it's very important to go with it, without. So very, very important. Just like deep thinking, Charlie Munger's assiduity. I hope you gained a lot of perspective from this podcast. If anything was confusing, just uh, you know, rewind it and take, take a listen again. So thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review and subscribe. I hope you begin to practice this chess-like deep thinking. Very, very vital for success in life. Thanks for listening, and until next time.